Welcome to Loosen Up Your Painting podcast, the podcast for creatives making their art and making a difference to their lives and the world. We discuss how to improve your art, your lifestyle and grow your creative business. I'm your host Malcolm Dewey from MalcolmDeweyFineArt.com and let's begin. Welcome to episode 15 of How to Loosen Up Your Painting podcast. Today we're going to be talking about creativity, how to get more of it, how to make the most of your innate creativity, and how to get out of periods when you're feeling stuck and unmotivated. A lot of us are going through that at the moment, especially with all the bad news in the world and ways that we are being kept in a rut and filled with anxiety, maybe it's the economy or many other things like that. But we let that get in the way of our creativity and that's unhealthy and is not good for us and our relationships. And most importantly, getting your creative juices flowing and producing the work that you are required to do as an artist, a creative and a human being. So I'm going to look at some strategies you can employ to get that creativity pumped up again and get you back in the studio working and doing what you love to do. Right, let's jump in with this month's episode. Now what happens when you feel stuck and you simply do not know how to proceed with your painting or even just being creative? So in this lesson, I'm going to talk in general about some tips and tricks you can try out to help get yourself unstuck and get straight back into your painting and being more creative. Now one of the great ways that I find when I get uh, stuck or I'm not sure how to continue with a painting is to sit down and have a look at some of my art books. Now I've got books on all sorts of artists and techniques but the ones I enjoy the most are books about the Impressionists I've got books on Monet, I've got books on Van Gogh, I've got books on Paul Cezanne, and books about Impressionists in general, and of course many other books about techniques and genres and styles, etc. But I'll probably sit down and have a look at books by Van Gogh or Monet and Cezanne the most. And it's very seldom that uh, I can page through these books without coming across ideas or problems that these artists had to face and solve. And very often having a look at their paintings triggers ideas or techniques or I figure out what they did to get a certain effect, one that I'm particularly looking to achieve myself. So in that way we learn from those who have come before us and solved the problems that we are facing. Everything is related, so sit down and have a look at how the masters of the past solved their problems. Sometimes you just need to take a break and uh, take a day off painting, take two days off, do something completely different, go work in the garden, do that DIY project you've been avoiding, and when you get that behind you, you'll feel so happy to be back to your painting. Now in general, creativity. Let's have a look at that 
in a little more detail. How to free up your unique creativity. Creative people often describe themselves as being lucky. They're constantly surprised by their good fortune and it feels like luck sometimes because you're doing such great work and you love it so much. You don't understand how it could happen with such little effort. But actually that's not true. Creative ideas aren't random and they do come from a deep well of mental processes and these allow us to see things differently. We think about problems in new ways and draw connections from seemingly unrelated concepts. None of this, as I said, is random. The key to unlocking these processes lies in understanding what happens in our brains when we experience creative moments. When you're having one of those moments, you're likely thinking about a particular subject. Maybe it's a question, a challenge, a project. And you engage the creative and problem-solving mode to your brain. You might even notice some patterns in the information around you. And you make connections among different parts of your life or experiences. These patterns are clues that help you unlock your brain's hidden potential for innovation, creativity and problem-solving. So if that sounds complex... It's not really. Your brain does this very easily if you just give it a chance. And we're going to look at ways for you to do that. So boost your natural creativity. Creative thinking is often associated with being artistic or having a vivid imagination. Now, I've never considered myself as a person who has a vivid imagination. But maybe I do because I seem to have limitless ideas for paintings. And I've been painting for many years and created thousands of paintings, I think. But there is much more to creativity than just coming up with ideas. In fact, creativity is a skill that anyone can learn. You have to practice that skill. And I'm sorry if people say, well, I'm just not creative. But that's not true. It means you're just not giving yourself a chance and you haven't practiced enough. It's like me saying, well, I couldn't run a half marathon because, in fact, I hate running. Jogging, I find, is terrible. But the reason I can't run a half marathon is because I've told myself I hate running and I don't want to practice running. But if you said I needed to do a half marathon to save my life or maybe uh, raise Uh, awareness or funds for a cause I'm particularly have to be a part of something really significant and if I learned how to run by walking and then slow jogging for 100 meters and then building up over time yeah I'm pretty sure I could manage a half marathon so you don't have to be a genius to be creative All you need is some basic understanding of how the human brain works and a willingness to put in the effort. So let's have a look at a few ideas to develop this skill. Focus on what you have to achieve. Perhaps I should rather say not what you have to achieve, but what you want to achieve. So you want to paint. You love painting. You want to paint that painting. So now this want has to be something you can work towards without Uh, too much unnecessary effort. Just get your creative thinking engaged. So first, know what it is you want to achieve. 
This doesn't mean that you have to write down every detail about your idea, but it does mean that you understand why you want to pursue this particular project. Once you've figured out your goal, you'll be able to make better decisions about where to spend your energy. But what if you fail? So what? Don't be afraid of failure. This isn't jumping out of an aeroplane without a parachute. Okay, it's not life or death. The biggest mistake most people make when trying to improve their creativity is to avoid failure altogether. When you're afraid of failing, you won't try anything new because you're too worried about making mistakes. And without even realizing it, you end up limiting your potential. Instead, embrace failure. You don't have to like it, but you have to accept it as a stepping stone to success. Don't worry about people, what people will think of you. Don't get afraid. Don't be embarrassed. It's not the end of the world. Learn from each attempt and keep moving forward. As long as you don't give up, you will never fail. Trying is the path to success. Trying is not failing. Okay, here are a few things that every artist or creative person needs to do. And I think number one, it comes with observation. Develop and use your artistic observation. Our ability to create begins when noticing and appreciating the things around us. We start with mindful observation or observing and appreciating the details in our surroundings. By improving your observation skills, it will allow you to see things others don't notice. You'll begin to notice patterns and details that are invisible to most people. If you're a painter of landscapes, you will notice things that most people just let go by and they miss so much. I've always said if you're a tourist or traveler and an artist, you probably don't even need a camera. You just need to look and you will see so much that people miss. So by doing this, you allow yourself to appreciate the beauty of nature, the elegance of your surroundings and the wonderful sights and scenes that are around you and may even be mundane to anyone else. So being observant means paying close attention to the things around you. When you find a subject that draws your attention, spend time observing it. Forget the logical description, for example. Oh, that's just a tree. Instead, observe it closely as if it has secrets to reveal, which actually it does. Look at those colors of the leaves, the colors of the shadows within the foliage, the sounds the tree makes as the breeze rustles through the leaves, the bark on the tree. How many colors are there? The textures, how does the light show up colors one moment and then the next? The curve of the branch or the trunk, the shadows the tree casts, and so on. You get the idea. Incorporating these observations into your painting or your writing or whatever it is you're doing will enrich the subject so much more. Another good activity is to change your environment. A lot of people think that it takes a special place to inspire creativity. For instance, you have to travel overseas. But a simple change of environment can trigger fresh and creative thoughts. And you can save yourself all the hassle and the expense of that overseas trip because you could get that in your own environment. Just change things from time to time and you will inspire new 
creative thoughts. Some of the most inspiring places could be visiting a cafe, a library, a park, a museum, or a trip to the next town. While working in a library or a museum, some people feel more focused and productive. However, sometimes this may be a distraction and doesn't inspire you. So you will get to know yourself and figure out, are you that person who likes to type your novel out in a cafe? Or would you rather be doing this um, looking out a cabin over some forests? So what does this tell us? Well, it could be that we need to change our surroundings in order to spark our creativity. It seems that many people spend far too much time in our homes. And that is truer than ever, isn't it? So you need to get out into the real world, even if it is just around the corner. Take a creative walk. Studies reveal that simply taking a brisk walk around your neighborhood improves your ability to think creatively. I can relate to this. I certainly have many reasons why I have to go for a walk because I have a dog. But this twice daily walk does wonders for freeing up my mind and getting some fresh air which seems to stimulate my brain a little better. Researchers also have had participants complete short questionnaire about how often they engaged in physical activity whether it's running biking swimming hiking dancing whatever and then these researchers ask the same individuals to take part in different tasks designed to measure divergent thinking these included visualizing alternate uses for common objects coming up with alternative endings to stories making connections between seemingly unrelated ideas and generating random words. After completing each task, participants filled out another survey regarding their experience. Those who reported being creative three times per week scored better on these divergent thinking tests than those who did not engage in regular physical activity. The study authors concluded that engaging in moderate physical activity improves divergent thinking. And just a, a short walk, a few kilometers a day, there's cognitive benefits that researchers have discovered to mild aerobic exercise. And there are many types of physical activities that lead to similar improvement. So try a bit of gardening if that will improve your day with some physical activity, if that's what you like to do. Or just play with your dog or if you've got children, perhaps uh, some ball games with your kids will improve your creative thinking and sharpen your attention skills. How about recharging your natural inquisitive mind? Creativity thrives on curiosity. It fires up our brains and ignites our creative thinking. Curiosity helps us to learn about ourselves and others and we are able to connect with people better because of it. Once you start asking questions, you might find yourself doing less research and being more willing to accept what you already know. You could become complacent. But there is good news. Asking questions stimulates your brain and ignites your creative juices. And you don't have to ask questions just for fun. You can use them to spark your curiosity and ignite your creative thinking. For instance, recharge your curiosity by asking questions during conversations or ask questions while you're reading, ask questions while watching a movie or listening to music. And then 
practice your creativity. Creative thinking is important, but so are skills required to make things happen. Creativity is a skill just like others, such as speaking or reading or critical thinking. You need to take action. Everyone can improve their skills by practicing creativity, and then those skills will develop through sheer practice and improving and uh, by making mistakes perhaps and then finding the solutions to those mistakes. The ability to create and think is a skill that many people lack and there's no better way to learn how to do it than by making stuff. Just try. Even for the most creative and inventive people about 10% is natural talent and 90% is labor. That's because we tend to focus on our strengths and ignore what we don't know well. So that's why it's important to push past your first ideas. If you're struggling to come up with something original, ask someone else to help you brainstorm or challenge yourself to create every day. If you find yourself stuck, take a break, start again later. Another interesting way to g up your creativity is spend time daydreaming. Distractions are everywhere and we're constantly being bombarded with information from our devices. We're always plugged into something, whether it's email, social media or even TV. With so much going on around us, how do we find time to think creatively? One way to combat this problem is to take a break from technology and simply enjoy the silence. In one study, board participants outperformed others on creativity tests. Another study found that boredom gave people time to daydream. And still another study showed that boredom led to increased levels of creativity. So next time you feel like you're running out of steam, try taking a step back and letting go of some of the distractions in your life. You might get bored for a while, but then you will discover a few new ideas coming along the way. And pretty soon, your natural creativity is going to kick in and you'll get to do something outside of the usual things that have been distracting you. So I hope these have stimulated some thoughts and given you a few ideas to work on or techniques to use. Getting stuck is natural, but it is also an invitation to step up your thinking and be a little more problem-solving and proactive than throwing up your hands, switching on the TV and giving up. That's not the option we creative people use. And if you want to be an artist, you're going to have to take active steps to stimulate your creative thinking. Now, speaking of creativity and putting that into practice to produce great work, why don't you consider joining my Artist Live channel? It's created specifically with the intention of keeping you working on a regular basis with your painting, inspiring you with new topics and subjects. Create your own version of each month's painting. We explore different topics each month and there's a lesson attached to it where I do a demonstration and then you can have a go and produce your own painting. Send in the finished product for a critique and engage with other members in your channel as well through the private community and share your work, give tips and encouragement to each other. It's a great way to meet other artists and also 
stay in tune with your creativity and producing work on a regular basis, which helps you improve and get more fun out of your painting. So that sounds good. Have a look for the Artist Life channel. You can find it on my website and painting school at malcolmdeweyfineart.com or just send me an email and I will help you enroll and get you painting. Enjoy some quality painting together. Well, that's it for this podcast. Until next time, happy painting, keep creating and cheers for now.